0: It ain't the left side or the right side, and it must be the fin side. It ain't the left, left side. side Good evening, right Dolphins side. fans. Welcome to another episode of On the Fin Side with Kat and Paul. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, all of our social media outlets, as well as FinFanatic.com and the Fan Sided Network. Uh, it's rare that we do two shows in one day, but this certainly called for it. Mike McDaniel is the new head coach of the Miami Dolphins. Not a major surprise, but something we're certainly pumped about. You know, if you've listened to the show for the last two or three weeks, this was somebody that we wanted. And yes. Paul, he was your number one choice the entire time. At first, he was my number two guy. And uh, uh, Brian Dable was my number one guy. But I mean, when you start thinking about the creativity that he can bring to this offense. I mean, you know, it, it, it's, it feels like for the first time in, in at least since the end of the year, there is a lot of unified excitement for this hire.
1: I think so. Um, and the one thing that I think a few folks aren't excited about are there are a few folks that didn't want a, a first-time head coach. There are a few folks that basically look at Mike Mike McDaniel and go, who? Um, you know, And there are a few folks that, that brought up some of the play calling at the end of, of that San Francisco playoff game. Mike McDaniel wasn't calling plays. He just designed scheme. Kyle Shanahan called plays. So, play calling wise, I'm not putting that on him. There's a lot to like. He puts fat guys in the backfield, which you know I'm a fan of. He uses fullbacks. It, it's... He utilizes personnel creatively to, to play to their strengths. Uh, one one quick note, because it came up in the chat, the 49ers will get two comp- compensatory picks because of the minority hire uh, in, in Mike McDaniel. So they don't come from the Dolphins. They just get added to the pile of picks that the NFL gives out to pl- to teams. The 49ers will get two.
0: Absolutely, and I love that rule because uh, – it- it encourages teams to develop minority candidates. And then when they go on elsewhere, they get compensated for it. I I think that's a fantastic rule. And it's one that I think is going to work moving forward. Mm -hmm. Um, But going back to what you said, Paul, I mean, I cannot imagine personnel wise, how you feel about this, because the 49ers, if you look back at 2020, the 49ers led the NFL in pre-snap motion at 73 percent and last year in 2021 i don't have the exact number but it was more so three out of every four plays there was a pre-snap motion and they use a fullback i don't know if they're going to use a fullback here in miami um with mike mcdaniel i mean it's it's we'll, we'll see if that happens or not but the big thing is his mike mcdaniel's entire game is designing offensive systems that allow those offenses to stay unpredictable and create spacing because of that pre-snap motion
1: well and and he's not afraid to use anybody anywhere it's it's you know what we've talked about and and you've heard me say this and i know a lot of our listeners have i wanted us to move to a more positionless offense where you've got football players and you put them in the best places to misdirect the defense and let your offense succeed, and that's what Mike McDaniel's all about. Like it's, you know, the fact that I, I I love the press conference with him where a reporter asks him about. He goes, "You tend to pitch the ball on on dive plays and counter plays, straight backwards, and typically when you pitch the ball, it's 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 a sweep. Why would you do that?" And McDaniel looked at him and said. You just answered your own question. If we pitch the ball on this dive play up the middle, we're not losing any time. But if you watch linebackers on that play, they're all going as if we're sweeping and we're running through the gaping hole that they just left for us. So why wouldn't you do that? It's exactly what you you said. Typically, people read their keys and they're reading them wrong. And one thing, to piggyback on that, one
0: thing that was said too, and and uh, uh, Mike McDaniel has said is that there are no standalone plays in his offense and what he means by that is that if they give a certain look in the first quarter and they run a certain play, they know that it's going to stay in the mind of that defensive coordinator and those defensive players throughout the game so that they can take advantage of that in the third or fourth quarter. So f- for example, if they're lining up, um, if they're doing a, uh, you know, a a, a fullback uh, wheel route in the first quarter,
1: what kind of wheel route? they
0: they're, they're doing that so that the defense. What kind of what kind of wheel route? A, a wheel route for a fullback. Oh, for, so, for who? For a fullback.
1: Oh, I just is, wanted. To, I I, I, hey, look, I had something my ear. I couldn't hear where. it better
0: you better you better get a fullback then.
1: Can so we do a fullback preview show for the draft?
0: Nah, nah, still not there. Yes! Still not there. But. Ah!
1: Um, But anyway, fullback wheel route. Go ahead.
0: So (laughs) (laughs) the reason that they want to make those types of plays is so that it it stays in the minds of the defenses throughout throughout the entire game. And everything about Mike McDaniel is about keeping defenses on their toes. And I understand that a lot has been made about he's never called plays. The reason he hasn't called plays is not because he couldn't figure out how to call plays. If you can design offenses like this, you can call plays. Is that Kyle Shanahan is one of the best play callers, if not the best play caller in the NFL, and he loves doing it. So why would he relinquish that to Mike McDaniel, even though it, he's capable of doing it?
1: You know who I cannot wait to see, and his name just came up in the chat. It, it's, it's it, yes, I can't wait to see the creative ways that they use Jalen Waddle. I can't wait to see Lynn Bowden as part of a, a, a Mike McDaniel offense. I really hope we get to see Mike Kosicki as part of a Mike McDaniel offense. Like, I start looking down the guys we've got and and some of the guys available in the draft. One of the guys we talked about from the Senior Bowl, uh, Calvin Austin the third, would be really fun in a Mike McDaniel offense. Like you start looking at players now and, and this is where we can really kick our offseason coverage into high gear because we can look at players from a perspective of how Mike McDaniel could play with them and utilize them. And this could be really, really fun to look at for, for this. Like some of those guys that don't, don't have a necessary fit with other teams might be a great fit because they may not excel in any area, but the fact that Mike McDaniel has these setup plays, that 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 you can utilize these guys in multiple ways for, could make them useful. In, in and oh god, I love it.
0: Yeah, it's it's a uh, very exciting. And I know a lot of pessimistic, pessimistic Dolphins fans out there are going to say, you know, well, we heard the same thing about Adam Gase. We heard the same thing about Joe Philbin. I don't think this is the same thing on paper because they did not create offensive systems that were lauded in this way. That's the difference. Look, just again, like I said, based on the law of averages, um, (laughs) it's, it's likely any head coach is going to get fired in the next three or five years, especially if you're the head coach of the Miami dolphins. But I'm excited about this. I think this is different. And As far as how this relates to Tua, you know, and part of the reason Mike McDaniel would not be here if he didn't believe in Tua. And what I like about it is with the play auction, with the misdirection, with the creating spacing, that's exactly what Tua needs. Another thing that he needs, and McDaniel has seen this firsthand in San Francisco, he needs at least three quality offensive linemen added to this to this roster. I mean, you take a look at what the Niners have done here over the last couple of years: um, traded a second-round pick for Trent Williams, who's arguably the best left tackle in football. They sign Starward, possible Hall of Famer Alex Mack at center. They draft Mike McGlinchey in the in <coughs> in the first round here a couple of years ago. They have put in the resources to make the offensive line good, so that they can be creative. If the Dolphins don't put in those same resources and they have the money and the draft picks to do so in the offseason, none of this is going to work.
1: Well, here's the good, fun part about this. I've been saying for about two months now that Miami is set up to do that with the offensive line this offseason. We've talked about some of the offensive line candidates that are going to be out there on the market. We're already gushing over some of the fat guys from the senior bowl and in the upcoming draft. And Robert Hunt definitely looks like he is going to be a stalwart. And I'm very curious to see some of the guys like Solomon McKinley that went from being starters to just not using them. Nope, nope, nope. That I think Miami's going to use. And I can't imagine during the 10 hours that McDaniel spent with Chris Greer and company um, on Friday that he didn't basically come in and say, Look, I've looked at this offensive line. we got to fix it. And Greer probably looked at him and said, "I got you. uh it, it's I got seventy four million in fun money this off season, and an offensive tackle class that is so good that we will go out and try to get two of these guys for' it's you. good.
0: It's good in free agency, and it's very, very deep in the draft too. There is no Crazy excuse boat. to not add two or three and and a, a name that I tweeted out, here about a half an hour ago is Lakin Tomlinson mm. the the guard from the 49ers his first year he was a a first round pick of the lions in 2015 big bust for them not a big surprise in the first two years goes to the to uh, the 49ers in 2017 the first year that Mike McDaniel is there as their run game coordinator and since then Tomlinson has been one of the best offensive guards in the league and Tomlinson hits free agency this year, as a left guard, that's a name to certainly keep an eye on. And if they were able to land somebody like him, you've got Tomlinson at left guard, Robert Hunt at right at right guard, and uh, Michael De- Michael Dieter presumably at center, unless they want to try to take a, a next step up there. Or, so or Zion Johnson, <clears throat> Zion Johnson, and is certainly a possibility. You know, we've played center at the uh, at the Senior Bowl this past week. And the offensive tackle group is stacked and the Dolphins have money to spend there. But that is the big thing. If this is going to work, this offensive line needs to go from a D to a B plus or an A. If that happens, I am very, very excited about this season.
1: I think it's going to happen. Uh, I absolutely think it's going to happen. I've been saying that when when before Flores got fired. Uh, I've been saying it since and you're going to hear me continue to say it until they either do or they don't. And if they don't, if we go through free agency and they haven't done their damnedest to get at least one of these guys, if not two, if we go through the draft and they haven't done their damnedest, well, our show's going to be a fun one to watch because I am going to be miserable as far as that goes. So it's, if they don't, shame on them. Well, uh one one player that
0: may not uh be available for the Dolphins if they're looking to add to their offense is Alvin Kamara, who was arrested after today's Pro Bowl. So he what? may not be somebody Yeah. NFL player Alvin Kamara arrested for battery, resulting in substantial
1: bodily harm. Well, it certainly didn't happen in the Pro Bowl. Nobody was hitting anybody.
0: Yeah, I, that's one game I'd never watch. I, I will watch I will watch a any single you put a preseason game in front of me I'll watch it Pro Bowl is not a game it's a, just a complete spectacle like you can't you can't do anything you can't blip. and I will promise you the first time <laughs> that somebody actually gets hurt tears in ACL they're gonna pull that game so fast it'll make your head spin but wow on Camara here I mean
1: oof. so we'll see just just keep NFL, keep the NFL out of Vegas man like. Good lord, like <laughs> there's nothing good coming of that. End <laughs> the Pro Bowl, please.
0: Um, one other thing, too, Paul is reports are coming out too that there is a high likelihood the Dolphins keep their defensive staff in place.
1: Oh, you and mean like I said, I wanted
0: to part two of our of our you know kind of wet dream here with the Dolphins
1: because I'm pretty sure I said get Mc- get a guy like McDaniel and keep the defensive staff huh i'm good with that it's not even it's not even just josh
0: boyer and you know there's some excuse me i've got a little, a little bit of a cough tonight
1: there's some back and forth about hold on yeah while, you, while you're doing that i'm going to answer pressure bus pipes and makes diamonds yeah whether he looks like a leader of men Go watch some footage of Mike McDaniel. He'll be sitting in a room with Matt LaFleur, Sean McVay, Kyle Shanahan, you name it. And when he speaks, they all shut up and they listen. It, it's You talk to Kyle Juszczyk, you talk to George Kittle, um, and, and numerous folks out there. Everything on this guy is screams a leader of men. So whether he looks like it or not, you watch, he talks, people follow. And he is, he's a player's coach. He's, a, he's been described as a savant. He's been described as a leader. You watch him in his press conferences and the way he commands a room. And regardless of what he looks like in a photo, he absolutely is a leader of men. And Kyle Juicechek said his
0: creativity, ingenuity, and ability to, to connect with players is unmatched. George Kittle jokingly but not jokingly, said that he wants this guy written into his contract, a a Pro Bowl, possible Hall of Fame tight end. Andrew Hawkins, who played for the Niners a while ago and is a commentator, said he would bet every dollar in his bank account that nobody knows offensive football on the planet more than this guy. I mean, it's just glowing review after glowing review, and you pair that with just – you know, a couple of years ago, Raheem Mostert in the NFC Championship game to get the 49ers to the Super Bowl runs for 220 yards and four touchdowns to get the, the Niners to the Super Bowl in a game where Jimmy Garoppolo didn't even have to throw passes. Like literally, he I, I don't know the exact stats, but I, I don't think he threw more than 10 passes in that game. I mean, that is incredible. So there's just... I understand the skepticism, but there's a lot to be excited about here.
1: There is, and for them to say that about Mike McDaniel, when I think Hawkins was there when it was Kyle Shanahan, Sean McVay, and Lafleur all in the room, as far as that goes. And you listen, too, and Matt Breida has said he wants to come back to Miami because what – McDaniel was able to do with Breda out in in San Francisco, he wants to be a part of that again. So you've got players saying they want to come play for this man. He's going to be a beacon that draws players to Miami that have played for him in the past. And you players talk to each other.
0: Yes. And I want Matt Breda not here, but I I appreciate the enthusiasm for Matt Breda. And let me be clear about that. you know, He's still Matt Breida, the Walmart Breida, as far as I'm concerned.
1: Well, but what I would say when to you that, take a look, what I would say to that is, I trust McDaniel and his offensive vision enough that if he wants Matt Breida in the building, okay, let's see what you got. It
0: when you look at the running backs that have been successful. And rotated in and out. I mean, you're talking Elijah about Mitchell, Raheem Mostert, Jeff Wilson, Elijah Mitchell, who who I don't really think is that good, to be honest with you. Um, but was the steal in the sixth round? Hey, you, you he had nine hundred something yards this for year. that. Nine hundred something yards. Raheem Mostert, R- Raheem Mostert, Jeff Wilson, Tevin Coleman, Matt Breda. Um, Elijah Mitchell. Yes. And, and Mitchell missed a few games too. So he, to me, he's the most talented of the bunch. You certainly get the kudos for that. Um, but the point is they can rotate running backs in and out of that offensive system. And the expectation is that the, the dolphins are going to be able to do that too with McDaniel here. And what I, I like about this too, and, and the key is to be able to get the offensive lineman that can wear down the opposing defensive front. So that the running back position becomes that much more meaningless and you could rotate more running backs in and out of the lineup.
1: Papa Hog, this is not players saying that. Guys like, yeah, Matt Breida is saying that about him. And yeah, Matt Breida is bouncing around the league. But you've got guys like Jucek isn't trying to get a job. George Kittle's not trying to get a job. You know, you start looking at <laughs> that. That's a silly comment. It's Robert Saleh gushed over this guy with other than the fact that he's going to be in his division now. You're not trying to that, – that's a silly comment. I'm sorry, Papa. Yeah,
0: I can't find that, but uh, I'll, I'll, I'll assume that.
1: <clears throat> <clears throat>
0: yeah, I mean, I, a lot of excitement here for, from this guy, and you know I'm not somebody who gets excited very often. Only, um,
1: only if Isaiah Ford gets in the game.
0: No, no, that's you. I don't get excited about
1: (laughs) I get excited because I know how
0: mad you are. (laughs) But what I am excited about is that we get somebody in the building that is smart, that knows how to develop offenses. And on the defensive side of the ball, it's not just about Josh Boyer and keeping that. It's keeping the same defensive scheme that I believe that these players on defense were scared of losing when Flores was fired. And you also keep Austin Clark as a defensive line coach. You also possibly keep Gerald Alexander and uh, Charles Burks as defensive backs coaches. Now, (laughs) it's quite possible that they aren't retained because it's so uncommon for that to happen. But right now, it looks like the odds are better than at least 50% that this defensive staff is going to stay intact. And the only thing Josh Boyer needs to do is attack, attack, attack on defense, which is the reason for the Dolphins being successful on defense over the last two years.
1: One thing I'm excited to see, and I know McDaniel is an offensive mind, is what contributions he is able to make to to the defensive side of the ball as far as vision and ability to see and read some of the things on the offensive side, I I would not blame McDaniel for putting a little bit of a, a stamp on what they've already built over there, and I'd be very curious to see how that goes down. Uh, I mean, it's this, like I said, this man's a football savant, and what you said about the way he sees offensive football could definitely be a huge contribution to Boyer on the other side of the ball, and I want to see him basically tell Boyer, "We want you to do exactly what you just said: attack." play to win, not play to conserve the game and not lose. I hate that. Hate it.
0: Yeah. Um, a, a few comments here in chat and very good ones. We have the best listeners here. Uh, Cruz Ruiz uh, said uh, Vic Fangio to Miami would be fire. And that that's a name to definitely keep in mind. runs more of a, th- you know, three, four defense. One issue I have with him is they play. He plays a lot more zone, but he's a little bit more adaptable, too. So Vic Fangio, great defensive coordinator. I am really big on keeping a man-to-man type of defense. Now, if Fangio can adapt to that, I'm all for him. Um. <coughs> also, Clemente3472 uh, said, We need to draft Trey McBride. I'm sorry, but no, we don't, even though I think he's a good player. I'm done with tight ends here. Um, maybe we'll Mike. Tight ends. Mike, Mike Gasicki. I uh, hey, probably. If we if we it.
1: lose Smythe and we lose Gasicki, we might have to take one.
0: Uh, Christopher uh, uh, Dunkley here in Chad pointed out a few free agency names: Brandon Sheriff, Tyrone Armstead, Devontae Adams, Ryan Jensen. Yes, please and thank you. I mean, there are a lot of big names that that the Dolphins are going to have the opportunity to sign here. So,
1: you know who I don't want: thirty million dollar Devontae Adams.
0: Uh, yeah it's probably what it's gonna cost and I'm I'm probably out at that point too I I'm
1: I'm out well before 30 million
0: Mike Morris said the Pro Bowl is sad oh God I could not agree more wouldn't that would be an improvement. Right? Wait, I cannot tell you how many more ways as somebody who only watches football to spend a a, a Sunday afternoon I mean um yikes so anyway, I don't have a motivational close here, but well, I mean, I've, I, I've, things I've got a are looking up. Thing,
1: click, click, this go, is our go, second go for it. Show. Take it, take it, Paul. This is our second show for today, guys. Go ahead and click the like button. Make sure you guys subscribe. We're gonna be hit, like we're hitting our stride right now. Our off-season coverage. I, I would put our off-season coverage honestly up against anyone out there. I think we are that good in the off-season. I enjoy it. The interaction from you guys. Thank you guys for hopping on here for the second time today. A lot of you. I see a lot of the names I I saw earlier. Um, You know, give us a review out on iTunes, all those things. And, guys, we finally have our guy. A guy that we collectively wanted. um, Somebody that I think is going to help Tua grow and do the innovative things on offense that are what football is today. Uh, It's having the offense be an afterthought and play to not lose, put us in a lot of situations. He's going to run the ball. He is going to run the football. And that's exciting because that's been something that's been a problem for Miami for a while now, even when they've had the talent there and we're going to have, and some there's going to be a
0: dedication to running the football. Yes, because it's, it, it's bothered me for the last 20 years and Jimmy Johnson had the idea to do it, but he just had Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and J.J. Johnson and Irving Spikes in the backfield for too long. Is uh, it is ninety degrees in Miami throughout the entire year? If you get big uglies inside, you run, you run, you run, and you're effective running the ball. That's when you can. That's when your play action gets that much more effective. Yeah, and play I, I think mean when if you, you don't take run a the look. Ball and say what you want about two is arm strength and size and, and you'd be right in that but the the reality too is when you can play action and go off that running game you create spacing for that quarterback and you also create spacing for those receivers and, and that's where the Dolphins need to get to on the offensive side of the ball and you factor into the pre-snap motion Ooh, I'm I mean I'm excited I am excited I mean Get the fullback out of there. But, you know, other than that, I'm excited.
1: I am, too. And, oh, somebody's mentioned Brees Hall in the chat. Ah, can't wait to talk about him because I know we both like that guy. Uh, So, yeah, Cat, I think I'm good. I can't wait to talk more about this. I I think we'll probably have to have a show during the week as the staff gets announced here uh, and we know what's what. I like the fact that McDaniel's on a four-year deal. And wait, am I supposed to say it? Am I supposed to say it? Say what? Something about if it's not on the right side, and it's not on the left side.
0: Oh no, no, I'm I'm, I'm still going to sign us off here. Oh, thank you okay. for joining us here. Let's take us thank home you for Kat. joining us here on the Fin side for this late night show with the hiring of Mike McDaniel, and I'm Brian Kat NFL and Paul's Fanatic underscore Pick. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, all of our social media outlets, as well as the Fan Sided Network and Fin Fanatic. Dot .com Thank you for joining us here tonight. Almost 400 people watching now. And if it's not on the right side and it's not on the left side, it is on the fin side.